0: for the Christmas program that we did, I want to say thank you. We made about uh, 300 of them, and then uh, we were able to deliver them to the government shelters, and they were very happy to receive those gifts. And we, because of COVID, we couldn't go back and teach at the shelters. So we did, uh, we did like a mini Christmas program with the film crew. We did everything and then put it on YouTube, a private link for them. And uh, where we, before COVID, we would only be ministering in one shelter. But now because we're online, God has allowed us to be in five shelters. So we're very, very happy because it's very uh, difficult to be able to, um, to be inside there. So glory to God. He has opened uh, not just the one shelter that we were at before, but now five are watching the, the videos that we're sending out as far as uh, devotionals and, and uh, the gospel Christmas program. And uh, so just glory to God for that. Um, Right now, um, they gave me a a little bit of time. How much time, Aaron, do we got? We got, we'll go with with four minutes, 12, 35, okay. (laughs) So uh, we have, um, I would like to share about the last mission trip that I was able to be a part of. And so uh, it was from uh, November, it was like November the 19th through December 12th. And so the first two weeks, uh, well, it was three weeks in Mexico, but we did a lot of preparation. I was able to meet up with some friends and uh, and just follow up on some discipleship. But the main goal and reason why I was in Mexico was to help uh, Daniel, my friend that has been doing a lot of ministry with me, help him with his youth conference. And so we went to Guadalajara, Mexico, um, to a place um, that is called Magdalena. Uh, where it has the least restrictions as far as gatherings and, and stuff like that. So we're able to do the youth conference there without breaking any of the laws. And so we had, uh, we asked the uh, local government, the mayor, if we could do this event. They said, yes, go for it. We had 500 people attend a three day conference. We had, um, I think it technically was like uh, 430 uh, youth that were registered and attended the three day conference. We gave them the meals, the activities, the different uh, things, and all free of charge to all who attended. And just glory to God for that and for, all, uh, for everything that He provided. Um, so God did amazing things, and it was something that had been needed for so long, because uh, this is a, a very big event that we do we did last year, and we do uh, every year. but they had been, of course, because of uh, COVID that had been separated from the church, separated from everyone. And it was beautiful to come together, worship together, and uh, hear from God. And so we had, uh, like I said, about 500 people um, uh, at the youth conference. God did amazing things. And so on the last day, we had like uh, a challenge. And the challenge was that everybody uh, was, was to separate into small uh, groups and separate into little cars and go into the, into the city. And they would go to, the little, um, to this place, to a neighborhood, to... Uh, groceries to the market, and to share the gospel with two goals. One, share the gospel with with, uh, many people and um, give free donations to uh, someone in need. And so it was crazy because how God works, he put, uh, in my team, he put two young men who I had actually met in January uh, on a mission trip that we did in Mexico. I had met them. We had played soccer. They had come to the event. And as I was speaking with them, I was like, I remember seeing you guys. Where we? Oh, we were from this place. Okay, cool. We played soccer, this and that. Long story short, they were saved after that. They are both 14. Long story short, they were both saved after that. And God delivered them from being addicted to drugs and alcohol. And even at a young age, they were going through that. But God delivered them, and now we see them here. They had grown, came to the youth conference. And to see them going out and sharing the gospel and ministering to people which is beautiful, so glory to God for that. And so after the youth conference in Mexico, I went to the capital, picked up about 300 gifts, loaded them in my, in my uh, luggage, flew to Central America, uh, where we, I met up with SOS Ministries, and, um, and I helped them coordinate the events and for the, the villages, and, and basically we separated all the gifts into small backpacks for, to give away. We went to uh, Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. Um, first we went to El Salvador, great things happened there. We were able to uh, do more follow-up discipleship with some of my friends that I had met with in the past. And they were sharing with me how after we had left, um, they put into action what God had uh, showed them, what had, they had been learned. And they had started a small Bible study and they had been just growing so much. So very excited for what God's doing in El Salvador. Also went to uh, Guatemala, where we were helping a local church that had been planted about a year about a year ago. When we were there a year ago, they had just started, and now they had been uh, doing better. They had been growing. And we basically would go and, and visit the whole surrounding areas, the communities, and, and invite them, share the gospel with them, but inviting them to um, the Christmas program. And so... The day came, we had about 600 people come to, this, uh, to the Christmas program. We did skits, we did stories, we did uh, songs, games. Most importantly, we shared the gospel. And a lot of people heard the gospel, a lot of people were saved. A lot of people had come to this church for the first time. We had never uh, even heard of it. And so um, we also gave them their presents and everything, but it was just uh, beautiful to see that. After that, we traveled to Honduras. Now, if any of you guys had been watching the news, Honduras this year has been very catastrophic there, not only with the COVID pandemic, but they were hit in one month by two hurricanes, a category four, and then in the same month, a category five hurricane. So a lot of their crops were destroyed, their houses uh, washed away, the rivers, the the bridges, everything was was, uh, very devastated. And so we walked into a very broken um, uh, community and we were able to go and buy hundreds of pounds of rice and beans from the farmers and then separate them into small bags. And then whenever we did the event, we would give those bags to the community, give them back to the parents. Uh, We have the kids, give them the presents. Of course, with our uh, Christmas program with the skids, with the gospel presentation. And it was um, very special in Honduras because the church there had uh, obviously not been able to come together. And so what had happened was several of the men from the church had started, like, their little Bible studies, their little house churches in several areas where they lived at, and their little houses started multiplying, and this, when we went, it was the first day that the whole groups were able to come back together, and now we're able to worship together, not only worship together, but meet the rest of the, the people, and to realize, wow, we're all the same body of Christ, and it was beautiful. Um, uh, and uh, you may think, how did we go through El Salvador, Honduras, Guatemala, Mexico and do all, so much ministry with hundreds, if not thousands of people during this COVID pandemic? It's, it's ridiculous. I don't even understand how we did it. But glory to God, um, we were able to enter some of the countries, all the countries that we, we, our goal was to do so. Because each country in Central America, in order to enter, you have to present a, a negative COVID test. And so the whole team, everybody tested three or four times to cross each border and then having to come back through the borders. So we had a lot of things were timed to, uh, to perfectly to be able to go back because the COVID test had to be recent within the last 72 hours. And so those are a little bit hard to get in Central America, but glory to God, he opened the doors. we were able to do that. we were able to um, uh, minister to everyone. And uh, we just want to give all the honor and glory to God. And uh, we just want to praise him for the great things that he did. And so, uh, now exciting news. As in, what's next? Um, while I was in Mexico, I was uh, I was literally walking in to go to to preach at a uh, at a rehabilitation center, a Christian center. I was walking in, and then I got a call saying that our letter of approval from the government had arrived. That we are now officially a nonprofit, a five hundred one c three. And so we're very excited to now to have. Um, Uh, become official, quote unquote official. We're now an official nonprofit. Uh, And so that means a lot of things, not only doing ministry here, but overseas and and, uh, Central America, Mexico, and to wherever God may lead us next. So we're very excited for that. Uh, If you guys would like more information, you can uh, just type in your search engine, echoteam.org, and we'll pull up our website with our newsletter. Uh, More information, you can subscribe to the newsletter. You can watch Uh, Actually, the videos aren't uploaded yet, but I'm still working on that. (laughs) But you can also donate or uh, sign up for the prayer list also. So I want to thank you so much. Once again, that's www.echoteam.org. Just one word, echoteam.org. So thank you very much for allowing me to share. And um, if you guys can continue to pray, um, the next trip will actually leave on Tuesday. This Tuesday, we'll be going to uh, Nayarit, uh, to the mountains. If you guys remember, I had been uh, last year, January, to the indigenous people group in the mountains where we went and we shared. We're going again this year, and we're going to have our medical team, our dental units, and um, uh, 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 just teaching uh, uh, the local church how to share. And then we will be traveling because it's like like in the mountains. So basically the the goal is we're going to go there for about five days, set up a local clinic, Dental, do a couple of seminars, teachings for the church, and then we're going to split up into teams and go backpacking into the other uh, surrounding villages. So the local church is ministering to them. We're just kind of helping them, pushing them out there. And so if you guys could pray for me, that's January 4th, to the 14th. I would appreciate your prayers very much. Thank you. dad's going with you on this one, right? Yes, my dad's going to come, and it's going to be great. We're going to do
1: very Very good. Very good. Well, One more announcement while Mateo's still up here. He, um, this is his last official Sunday with us. Technically. He, technically, he has accepted a position at Chinese Christian Church in Houston. He'll be working with their youth under another man in the church. It'll be a part-time position for now, or so he thinks. <laughs> um, that's what they're telling him. <laughs> but um <clears throat> excited for what god's doing in mateo's life a couple months ago mateo called and we had a long talk and prayed and i got off the phone and told my family and said now this is top secret this is something our family's just praying about right now and we prayed for mateo and when we got through praying my boys each said daddy this is what god has been preparing mateo for for a long time And it was great to be able to text Mateo and said, well, my opinion doesn't really matter, but my boys say that this is what God's (laughs) calling you to do. And um, anyway, we're excited for Mateo and for the young people at that church. He's going to be preaching. And I was praying about what to get him. I thought I should gift him with a Chinese-English Bible, but I knew that wouldn't (laughs) help him any Um, But I I did want to present you with something, a little gift. It's a little book, but a big help for me with all the sermons that are coming up in your future. I appreciate it. And so we're praying for you, Mateo, praying for your upcoming trip and for what God's going to do. It's always sad when someone leaves, but let's not look at this as Mateo leaving, but as us sending him out. Why don't we pray? Mm -hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for Mateo and that you have called him Lord into your service. And Lord, we thank you for um, how you're using him in the kingdom. And Lord, we pray that you would continue to use him in a mighty way. Lord, that he would stay humble and that he would walk with you. And Lord, that as he walks with you, as we heard this morning, as he walks with you and makes you his first priority, Lord, that you would speak through him and that you would use him. And Lord, we just pray, Lord, that he would be faithful to you. And Lord, that... um, you would use him in a mighty way. Thank you for his parents that have trained him and raised him. Thank you that he's been a part of this church for so long. We'll always consider him a part of it. We'll always consider him family. Lord, I pray that you'd bless this upcoming trip. Give them wisdom and protection and safety. And Lord, that you would guide the way. Lord, we know you have prepared the way before them. Lord, I just pray that you would give them wisdom to go where you are directing. Lord, we again thank you and Lord, we send him out, Lord, um, thanking you that you have raised him up, Lord, to be a worker in your harvest. In Christ's name we pray.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you. And thank you for uh, everyone in the church has been such an encouragement to me. You guys are family. I, I love you very much. And uh, if you guys could continue praying for me. This is not goodbye. I'll pop back in every now and then when I can. But I just want to thank you very much, Pastor, for this opportunity. Thank you.